Welcome back to the Outdoor Adventures Podcast. This is our 101 series, and today we are talking about preference points. And I've got my co-host, Dylan Williams, here with me, and we have our buddy, Jason Rush. Jay Rush is uh, what he typically goes by in our circles, uh, at least as far as I know. Uh, but we... Uh, preference points in the state of Oregon. So this is for Eastern Oregon, typically mule deer hunting, but also it applies to elk or anything you'd be applying for a tag, spring bear. Um, and there's a really good website that Jason's going to share with us about. But uh, before that, we're just going to give a little background. So when we were all hunting together, we were all a, a large group of people, uh, usually 10 to 12 tags, and we used to always put in together as one big party. And that way, if we drew the tag, we were all going over east. If we didn't draw the tag, then we were hunting on this side. And so we decided, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, to split up into smaller family parties. So like my dad and my brothers, my uncle and his kids, uh, other uncle and his kids, and everybody kind of did their own thing just to increase our likelihood of drawing tags. And sometimes some guys, you know, don't put in for a tag every year. So we'd automatically be like, okay, if that's how you're going to play it, you're on your own. So like when one of my brothers has less points than me, I'm like, you're not going to bring down my average. I'm, you know, you, you got to put in on your own and that's how we would do it. And so the way we always calculated it, um, and Dylan, I'll let you talk on that, but uh, we would just look at how many people applied and then, how many tags there was and we divide those numbers and that that's how we'd kind of figure out our odds of drawing a tag. Yeah, that's, that's how I f was doing it before Jason showed me this website because he showed me a couple things where that, that system where you were taking those tags and then the first choice or the first choice applicants and dividing those numbers together, how they, it just somewhere the math just doesn't add up in some units. Um, also, I wanted to touch on a little bit why that we split it up. Um, the, the number of preference points needed to draw those tags jumped. So when, we, when the family started splitting up, it was in order to get us into a system to where we could hunt every year with even if just one tag. That way we could have a family trip, get everybody together, and we didn't miss any years. Even though that I wasn't going to draw one for five years, I knew that Sam and then Jason, we're going to get it the next two. So we always knew we were going to have those points. But, and then we kind of added a couple more people like John. John's now my guy that I put in with. And um, so we keep getting our odds better. And then we're even thinking about switching a little bit just to get our odds better to have those Eastern Oregon trips together. But, and then Jason, I was wondering too if you could talk a little bit on um, breaking up the series for people, um, yeah. talking about each 100 series and all that stuff and letting them know what that is. <clears throat> yeah, so I'll uh, I'll preference this all with I'm not a professional at this. It's just what I've learned over probably the last 10 years. Um, when Dylan asked me to be on here, I, I tried to think back on how I even got onto this website. So the website we talk about and that we use is uh, OregonTags.com. It's put out by um, Ron Wald, um, I believe is his name. Um <clears throat> and from what I understand, he, yeah, Ron Wald, W-O-L-D, um, he does this kind of as a hobby. Um, he gets all the numbers from ODFW. He puts it all together. He has a spreadsheet and, and program that does it all. And uh, 
I've been using it, I think, for the past 10 years, and it's done pretty accurate for me. Um, I know a lot of people that do use it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, before this, it was kind of just shooting in the dark or like what Dylan said. They used to have a book you could buy that would kind of do the same thing with the points. I don't know how accurate those were. I never used them. Um, we would just kind of put in for what we wanted, and if you didn't get it, it was like, uh-uh, oh, well. Um so I stumbled upon this and it was either somebody that I worked with kind of turned me on to it or I I know I used to um do a lot of research for salmon and steelhead fishing on a website called iFish and they have a hunting forum <clears throat> so it could have been off of there um but once I started using this and and kind of got the idea of how it worked we've been using it a lot i've used it to get second choice hunts um elk hunts and not have to waste any points and like i said everybody that i've talked to about it and that have used it it, it's it's pretty accurate on if it says you're going to get it with this many points they've got it if it says you have a 78 percent chance you know and i know three people that put in for it you know Two have gotten it, one hasn't, you know, so I, I think it's it's pretty accurate. Um, <clears throat> I've actually listened to, I don't know if you guys knew ODFW as a podcast, and uh, the gentleman that puts this website on was on there, and he talked about the whole process of what he has to do to get through it all, and it's a, it's a pretty big endeavor, so I, I'm pretty appreciative of him putting this out every year because it's it's kind of a game changer versus you know trying to do it on your own so didn't you tell me that he it kind of started with him wanting to go hunting with his family or something and not understanding why he didn't draw tags or something i i believe so i'd have to i'd have to go back and and listen to the podcast i think he put in for tags thinking that he was going to get it and then he ended didn't end up drawing it so then he went to ODFW and talked to their kind of statistician and learned how it all worked. And then once he figured that out, he, you know, made the program that he could figure out exactly how many points it should take. And I mean, <clears throat> it's not an exact science because there are the people out there, which I'm guilty of this. If I know I don't have enough points for the hunt, I might not put in for it just because I like to be able to plan out exactly what I'm doing even six months in advance. Um, I used to work a construction job, so you have to really know what you got going on well in advance. So would you just buy a, a point saver in those situations? Yeah, I would just buy a point saver. But then if I knew that I had enough points to do it, I would put in well in advance for my vacation be like, hey, I'm taking off, you know, these two weeks here. And I'd put in for it, you know, a long time in advance, put in for the tag and then draw the tag. Um the profession that we're in now, me and Dylan, it's kind of easier to to take time off. So um, I will put in for hunts that I don't, you know, that not a hundred percent chance. But a lot of times, especially with my son Lincoln starting um, his hunting, you know, he just turned twelve. I kind of want it more planned out because I don't want to draw a tag the same year that he draws a tag and then waste my points or his points. Because we'll only be able to go to one, right. you know. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah, if you want to touch on the the youth hunting too, and just because you've got more experience than that with that than the rest of us do, because you guys have already 
Dylan or Lincoln got a deer last year. Yeah, he he. I didn't put him put in for any tags last year, any draws because he didn't have his hunter safety in May. He he got that in June, I think. So that was the other thing is hunter safety is just it, it was so hard to find an in the in person part of the class. So he had taken the whole online part. But to find the in-person field day that he had to do was I, I had him sign up for one in um, Scapoose. And then one opened up here locally out at E. Wilson Wildlife Area in between um, Albany and, and Corvallis. So we ended up going to that one. Um, and then I canceled the one in Scapoose. But it's there was people at the one at E. Wilson that were from Eastern Oregon, Klamath Falls, Medford, um, the Portland area <clears throat> because you just couldn't find the field days. So these people were actually driving, getting a motel room and then going to the field day so that their kids could get their hunter safety for that, that year's season. So we ended up getting a, a general season tag. Um, I did get the warehouser recreational permit for the snow peak area, which I always said I wasn't going to because I don't think it's a. I don't think it's right that they, you know, kind of charge you for being on the land that they get a good tax break on, and then some of the land up there is even BLM land. It's just landlocked by them. So, but I broke down and did that. <clears throat> you can get two cords of firewood and a Christmas yeah, tree and stuff. And too. and the other the the main reason I did is because that's where we used to hunt when I was a kid. And I wanted to take Lincoln to these areas that I used to hunt and just show him, like, yeah, we used to do this. And, you know, this is where we, you know, saw a big herd of elk. This is, you know, where I got my first deer. Because um, the area where I got my first deer is up in there, you know, so there's no way he would ever see that. So, that and was, it was good. That he, was money well spent. I yeah. Would say. We, we used it a lot. And I, I probably figured I probably saved as much in gas not having to drive like up onto the pass to go hunting. So I think it was all right. And it, it worked out. He got a, a spike, so he was pretty excited. So it was a good Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good thing. So <clears throat> um so when it comes to the youth hunts and and this is another thing and I don't even remember how I figured it all out. I think it was kind of doing some research, um, was looking over hunt numbers on this website. And I noticed that there was an antelope hunt that is a youth hunt, but it takes 15 points. And I thought to myself, how does a youth get 15 points to be able to put in for an antelope hunt? You got to start at age two. (laughs) Well, what I found out doing some research is the mentored youth program gets you points and you can sign them up for that. Um, I think it's when they're nine. I think it's when they're nine and you can actually start buying preference points when they're nine. So you have to buy preference points from the time you turn nine until you're 17. And then you have to take all your mentored youth points and convert them to antelope points. And you'll end up with 15 points and you can be guaranteed this hunt, which takes 15 points, but it's a it's an absolute dream antelope hunt. Um, it's like a heart mountain tag or something? It's a heart mountain youth tag. So it would, you know, 
for one of us to get the Heart Mountain tag, it would take us 25 points. So it's a more than likely a once in a lifetime tag. Right. So, and then as far as antelope, uh, back to the series, that's a 400 series tag. That's a 400 series tag. So, um, so when you're putting in for tags, if you're doing it on the website or you're going to the store, um, you're going to look for 100 series, which is deer, buck deer, buck deer, 200 series is elk, Mm -hmm. either cow or bull. And then it goes straight to 400 series, right? 400 series antelope. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Sam. So they used to have a bull series and a cow series. Was the cow 300 series? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then at some point they decided to combine them, um, which kind of, I really liked it when it was two different series because you could build up a lot of bull points and still get cow hunts. What's the antlerless deer series? What is that one? Is a 600. Okay. So I don't know what 500 series was because there's no 500 series. Um, It's gone away. I can't remember what spring bear is either. Spring bear is 700 series. So it's 100, 100, 200, um, 400, 6, and 7. So then when you're going through and you're putting in for your tags, you're getting a point for each of these series as well. If you're going to, you can choose which series you want to put in for, whether if you don't want to put in for spring bear, you don't have to. Well, you're getting a point if you don't draw or you get a point saver. Right. Yes. And as you're building up those points, then you can look into this website to kind of check in to see what units either the unit that you've always wanted to hunt, you can kind of track your progress into getting that tag or you can look for different units that maybe you're willing to go to instead that might be less points so the one thing he did do this year which is has been really helpful is in years past you'd have to go and kind of know what hunt you wanted and then go look at that hunt and it would tell you how many points you needed where he put it in a graph this year that so like buck deer um it'll tell you every hunt that takes zero points to get. And then it goes to every hunt that takes one point to get. And it goes that way all the way to um, the most points it takes to get a buck deer tag uh, is 23. Jeez. What what unit is that? Yeah. uh, There's two units, Metolius Late Bow and White River Number 2. So they both, to guarantee them, it's a 23-point tag. If you have 22 points, you get a 71% chance. Jeez. So. Well, then, and then, so that would be too, you have to have the 23 points in the bank, right, to have that 100%. Yeah. So that'd be on the 24th year you're getting your tag. Yeah, the 20, so, because you start out with zero points, so 24 years of putting in and not drawing or 24 years of, of paying the $8 for your preference point. So, that's insane. Well, that's a lot of years. Yeah. That is they must have some big bucks in that unit. Yeah. I And for it to be a, a bow tag, a totally late bow, which I don't know what the... It's probably a rut tag. Yeah, that rut. Probably a rut tag. And, uh, I've never hunted the Matolis unit, but I've heard lots of stories of some nice deer. So, And, and this website as well can be uh, used for out-of-state hunters. <clears throat> correct like yeah so it does have as well when it it so the 
the graph I'm talking about that goes from zero points to whatever the maximum is is for residents only. But if you're an out-of-state hunter, you can look up the hunts individually, and he gives you the actual odds. So he gives you the the, pref- the, the odds from years past, so you can kind of see a trend. And it depends on the hunt and how much information he has on it. And then he'll also give you the non-resident odds. Um, I thought maybe he even gave you odds on guide tags. I'm not sure. Yeah, and we, uh, growing up, we would always say, okay, this unit is a two-point tag or a three-point tag. So you'd go with your buddies, how many points you have, how many points you have, and that would determine whether you would apply it together or not. And so, uh, and then you just learned the units and you knew kind of yeah, you're going to draw it. You'd have to keep that card that told you how many points you had, or you'd have to go to Buy Mart and they'd look it up for yeah, you. Yeah, have them tell you, what do I got again? Yeah. yeah. Now it's all online, which is pretty handy. So the one, he, and he gives you some good advice on here, and one piece of advice he gives you is if you're putting in for a party, and not saying that people aren't honest, but he said make sure you see everybody's points. You know, don't just, you know, Bob over there says he's got five, so we put him in our party he really only has two so that can drop your odds um quite a bit so i don't know if you want to touch on how parties work yeah um, do it. so everybody has points and you can put in individually or as a party and when you put in as a party like if if me sam and and dylan are putting in and sam has five points i have five points but dylan only has one point it's going to average ours out so it would add us up to 11 we divide it by three and then it would drop everybody's points down to that. Which would be like <clears throat> three points, right? Because you, yeah, three you don't points. get fractional points, do you? So if it's over, if it if it they, they round up and round down. So maybe we'd get four then. If it's we could, we could do it's pretty close to if four. If it's five one or over. That scenario you had, we would be at 11. Up. So yeah. 11 divided by know, three is pretty close to four. Yeah, so we might get four points. But we'd still, you and I both lost a point in that scenario. We both lost a point, but it, if we really wanted Dylan to go with us and the and the hunt only took four points and we were going to go anyway, we're kind of throwing that last point away anyway. Yep. You know, because of it. And I'm kind of in that situation right now. I have 10 elk points. Well, if you go to the elk um, odds, there's a lot of elk hunts from zero to like five or six and then once you hit eight points there's a big gap between eight points and 11 points and there's only one hunt at 11 and then it jumps to 13 so if you're between eight points and 13 points and this pole creek muzzleloader tag isn't your tag you're either going to be throwing points away or you're waiting years to to draw a tag so you're either going to use those, you're either going to throw them away, or you're going to help buddies build up their points to go with you. So, and that's kind of why I'm keeping my 10 points and keep getting preference points because I figure when Lincoln gets old enough that he wants to go on a good elk hunt, he might have, you know, four or five points. And if I have 12, you know, we can average out to eight and we could get a decent tag, you know, together. So, yeah, and I've heard of guys that do that, that they just buy the points with really no plan, but then they finally, like, 
guys that don't aren't even that big into hunting. You know, they just they buy the points until they find that person that wants to take them somewhere, yeah. and then they're like, okay, here's what I'm bringing to the yeah. table. Yeah, you know? and and in fact, I, I'm not on there a lot anymore. But when I used to be on the iFish forum, when I was really getting big into salmon and steelhead, there would be guys on there that would. I don't really know offer for sale, but like, hey, I got, you know, 20 points and I'm putting in for this tag. So if they can help somebody else, you know, get the tag, not necessarily even go hunting with them. But hey, if you want this unit, you know, I'm putting in with this. So if you got 10 points and I got 20, you know, get in my party and we'll, you know, it'll get you the tag. And, you know, if you want to kick me down a, you know, bottle of whiskey or something for thanks. Yep. You know, well, because we were even talking about, we don't know if we're going to do this, but we might try to take advantage of that percentage thing a little bit next year, which it can hurt you, but it also can help your party in a lot of ways too. Like with our deer tag, we want to do it kind of one more time. And Jason has um, some more points. And if we get enough people, we're going to be able to hunt that. So we're, yeah. we're using that, this website kind of to our advantage on that. So the past six years and I'm not even sure why I started doing it, but my wife always gets a fishing license. Whenever we go camping, she'll go fishing with me. And it's not that much more to get a combination license. I think it's $30 maybe. So I started just buying her a combo license, and then I started buying her preference points. My wife's never hunted a day in her life, but I figured, you know, worst-case scenario, I'll steal them from her, you know, yeah. one of these years. If Absolutely. she has eight points and I have one, and I want to do a know a four-point hunt i'll just average you're in yeah put in put in a group and get the tag and you know i mean all it cost me was you know the eight dollars every year so it's an investment i guess kind of yeah that's smart so yeah it is a big investment just and this website helped out a lot because we've been thinking about switching units and stuff getting something that's going to get us that tag a little bit uh, more frequently and I think we kind of have a good path and it was only because of this website that we figured that out yeah other than that we'd be shooting in the dark let's get uh, that website again what is it so it's oregontags.com um, and like I say he puts out the he puts out the numbers he gets all the information from ODFW first of the year and they're normally updated mid to late February um, so it gives you plenty of time from you know mid February late February to May to get your plans planned out. And then you can always go back, even if you're trying to plan out before the numbers are out. The numbers don't usually change that much um, year to year. I mean, they might creep a little bit, you know, up a little bit, or some even come down. It kind of all depends on the, on the, just the kind of flow of that area. I, I, I honestly believe there's units in Oregon that are very, they're still riding on their name for a lot of hunts. Um, I know when when we elk hunted the Ochicos, that was like the number. Like if you wanted big bulls, you went to the Ochicos. I I want to say it's still kind of riding on its name a little bit. Um, you know, the guys that only put in every four or five years. You know, that's only you know three cycles ago. Hey, we're putting in Ochicos, and then you go over and you're like, man, I don't see nothing here. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Um. I don't know if Matolis is still away. Like I said, I've never hunted it. I know a lot of guys, you know, that was the, you know, you wanted to get a big, you know, mule deer or bench leg deer, whatever they call it. You went to the Ochikos, uh or the Matolis unit, sorry. 
I don't know if it's still riding on its name. Um, like you say, yeah. I mean, I think everybody knows the areas where they've gotten deer, their family's gotten deer, and they know where they want to go. Yeah. Uh, I know the Steens is a, another one of those that like has a reputation for big, yeah. you know, muleys, but um, I've never even looked into, I mean, that's the other thing of us kind of mixing it up as a group. It's like seeing some other country and seeing some other places, I think would be exciting and mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I love where we hunt, but I'm also really open to something that gets us hunting more frequently. Yeah. Well, like Kyler said in the first episode, and it's just kind of stuck with me, we only have so many hunting seasons in our life. And if you, if like for me, I love going over East and hunting. It's just my favorite. I love having the family together and doing that trip. So this website's helping us learn new units that we can put in for, and we'll get to, like Sam said, see new ground, but also be able to have the tag in our pocket. Yeah. So the other thing on youth, um, the thing that Oregon does, they've they've done great. I, probably since you were a kid, Dylan, right? They had a lot of youth tags and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they did. So I don't know. You're older than me, right, Sam? How old are you? I was teasing you. I thought uh, I thought you were older than me. I'm 44. I'll be 44 in July. So yeah, I'm only 39. When we were kids, um, there was no youth tags. There was no youth hunts. It was you put in with a tag with everybody else. So um, now they have youth specific tags. They have the mentored youth program, which is a good thing to get your kid. Maybe even get them trying hunting. You know, before they get, even get their hunter safety, you know, they can hunt on your tag with your weapon, um, kind of get them used to, you know, going out in the woods with you. They can carry the gun, even if they don't actually take a shot, at least it's legal for them to be out there carrying your gun, hunting on your tag. And, and you got someone packing your gun for you. I mean, exactly. that's a win. And it's a huge win. <clears throat> yeah. Especially when your gun weighs 47 pounds like yeah. mine. Um, I remember the first time I took Lincoln out and we did a walk and we get uh, down into this clear cut and we sat and we watched and then I was like, we're headed back and I'm like, hey, do you want to carry my gun? And he's like, oh, it's great. And (laughs) his face just lit up, you know, took pictures, sent it to my wife and and he was so excited and I was so excited because I just didn't want to carry it. Yeah. You know, so, but... um, so, and they also get preference points for that. So when you sign them up for the mentored youth, even if they don't actually go hunt on your tag, all you have to do is check that box and they get an automatic preference point. A yeah, mentored youth I've point. been doing that with Michael since he was nine. So I've been getting, <laughs> yeah. I've been putting in for a preference point and doing the mentored youth hunt. Yeah. And I think I'm doing, I'm buying a preference point for antelope, deer, and elk. I haven't done like anything else, but I So, figure. yeah, with Link and I did buck deer 100 series elk antelope and antlerless deer um we just put in for a spring bear tag this year uh i've never hunted spring bear i've always got a bear tag just in case i saw one but i've never actually went out and hunted bear on purpose so it was kind of just one of those deals you have in your pocket in case you see one um it seems like a lot of people are killing bears this spring yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of successful. We, I put in for the first time this year too, and we didn't draw. And my other cousin actually had a bunch of spring bear points, but again, I never physically saw them with my eyes. I was just told he had a bunch, so he's like, "Put in for whatever you want. We're going to get it." But we did it as a three, three, two oh. of us with no points, and him with whatever he had. So, yeah. 
but it was one of those situations where he's never had someone to go with. Yeah. So he's like, I don't care if you want to use my points. I'm down. So, Seeing yeah. another friend of mine, he put in not as a party, but with <laughs> the same area as some other guys that knew how to hunt the area. And they didn't get the point or the tag, and he did. So they don't, they're, they have no, you know, they don't want to go because it's all the way down around Medford. And he has the tag and has never been. So he's like, well, we're just, it, him and his son, he's like, well, we're just going to go and see what happens. Um, yeah, I, if I shot a bear, I wouldn't even, I mean, I wouldn't have the slightest idea of what to do. Yeah. It's so much different than, I mean, just anatomy-wise than a deer that I think I'd be lost. But oh, we'd yeah. figure it out. And yeah. the mentored youth thing too it's you can take advantage of it like you don't have to use it when you're a youth i I've, I've touched on this a little bit but my wife is using those she had four points and she's using them this year yeah and you know 20 she's 24 yeah so. they never expire yeah so you that's have to another con- really cool thing about it you do have to convert them all to one series yep so if you want to use them in 100 series you send in the form mm-hmm and convert all four of those points, and it just puts it into your 100 series bank. Do you remember a time, too, when this whole point system thing was going, where if you didn't put in every year, you lost your points? Do you remember that? I I don't, the, because... So I, I didn't hunt for three or four years between my job that I had, working construction, and that was kind of our busy season, so we couldn't really get off. And then... Once Lincoln was born, he was born in September. So kind of put a kibosh on, you know, doing anything that year. Um, I didn't put in for, and so when I got back into doing it, I had some points that were there. So well, now that I know that I'm the oldest guy in the room, I do believe at one point in time, if you didn't put in for a tag or buy a preference point, you were, your, your points would expire and you oh. would lose them. I thought it was something to do with, um, and I could be totally wrong. I just thought I heard this. It was about reporting. If you didn't report your tags or something, or that could be a totally new thing. That's a new thing. But that's like, a yeah, new. there was, I, I'm just, I don't know. Maybe that's just a bad dream that I Do you I remember had. when they used to call you and ask you? You had to put your phone if number in? If you were in? successful or not? Yeah. And they would randomly, because. I've never gotten that call. Well, this was back, you know, before the internet was a big thing. Because it was my dad, myself, my brother, and sometimes my sister all had tags. And we all just had a, a home phone. So it would call. And then it was randomly one of the four of us. I mean, my mom or dad would usually always talk to them and tell them. But that was the, that's how they used to report. And it was random. They would just call. They were just doing a check yeah. on who was successful and who yeah, wasn't. Yeah, they would call and ask for a certain person and then ask if you were successful. Um, usually only draw tags. It wasn't usually for general season type stuff. Well, and if you don't report to, it's a fine the next year when you buy your stuff of like 20 something. That's 25, 25 like a bucks, fee. Yeah, yeah, or a fee. A yeah, a fee. So, um, but yeah, so that's something also to keep in mind for. Yeah, I when always you do have those tags. I, I have a reminder on my phone to do mine, Lincoln's. Kayla doesn't hunt. Um, my dad's and my uncle's too because, you know, they're old timers. They don't. No, that's smart. I think I forgot to report on a couple of mine last year. Um, and they were like the tags that I don't typically, like the cougar. I don't yeah. know if it's, I don't remember which one it was, but there was a couple of them that I forgot to report on. But, so, and I always have to call my dad and uncle and say, hey, when uh, did you guys, I, I know, obviously I know if they got anything, but how many, how many days did you hunt? What unit did you hunt in? 
Um, usually I'm with them, so it's kind of easy, but sometimes they decide to go off on their own and almost get lost, you know, but. Well, thanks, Jason. I appreciate you uh, breaking this down for us because I, you know, we'd always yeah. just done it. That I never even knew about this website until this year. I mean, yeah. you just shared it with me, and it's a very valuable tool and helps everybody, you know, get out there and plan yeah. so that you're yeah. not just throwing a dart at the board. The one thing I will throw in, uh, I listened to the podcast with your your dad, your grandpa, and then uh, your guys' Uncle Charlie, and they talked about the, is it the Pioneer license? So the one thing the Pioneer license does do for you is when one of us in the room draws a tag, the next year we start at zero, where when you have a Pioneer license, when you draw a tag, the next year you start with one point. So it gives them a one-point head start on everybody oh, else. that's kind of cool. So, yeah, that is that. cool. So Oregon does – I loved your grandpa's idea of, you know, once guys get over a certain age, you know, just kind of give them a tag either for the whole state or, you know – I want to draw, I want this tag and just give it to them, you know, because me and Dylan talked about it a little bit and, you know, there's not going to be many of those guys that are drawing the, you know, Eagle Cap Wilderness or, you know, Snake River and packing in, you know, 15 miles with mules. So, but these guys should be able to get, you know, a couple last hurrahs, you know, yeah, on the area yeah. that, you know, they've totally hunted their agree. whole life and you know, get, get an animal. So yeah, I'm all for that for sure. Yeah. We're going to get ODFW on here and we're going to talk to him about that one. Maybe you need to talk to your, uh, our local legislatures. So yeah. And three pointer better that that's common too. Yeah. We got to talk about that too. All right. Well, thanks. Appreciate it, Jason. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you knew what you were talking about because you know, like I say, this is didn't. all just stuff that I've learned in the Probably the past ten years, I'm gonna I'm gonna say so. Dylan I th- and I would be trying to help people with this, and we'd be flipping through the book right now, trying to figure yeah. out. So, so the other thing to that, do, <laughs> the other thing this website does have is it'll give you, uh, like, if you know that you want to save up your points for a hunt, they have a he has a section that'll tell you your second choice odds, second through fifth. There's not many hunts that have more than a second choice odd if they do you can pretty much draw them with anything but i've used that in the past to get um we got an elk tag for uh fort rock silver lake i think or polina polina east fort rock we didn't see a single elk but we still went and we had fun you know we camped and we saw a lot of deer um but we got a second choice so it didn't it didn't cost us any points. Yeah. Well, and sometimes those tags that are available at second choice are available for a reason. Yeah. But but it, it gets you out there. Yeah. I think that was the one where we put in for Ochico's and then we put in for it second choice. And it was actually one I think that we changed. So I don't know if you guys know this, that for between May 15th and I want to say beginning of June. Yeah, it was June. I think in the book now it's June 1st, I think. or You can actually change your picks. So this was back before the internet was, you could do it online. And my friend James was the party leader and he actually had to write, fill out a form and mail it to ODFW because our second choice, we'd put a different hunt in. And then on this website, I found out that we had a good odds of getting that East Fort Rock tag. So James filled out the the paper, sent it in, and we ended up getting that tag. 
yeah, went and that's good to know. You've got a two week grace period yeah. to, to fix something. So, or if you just you know you figure out that you wanted to put in you know the the bull hunt because you had your points for it and you accidentally put in the spike number. I did that. So yep. Um, I was thinking of that when you were bringing yeah. it up. I was thinking of that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, John and I, I saw this on my app. Saw that I drew the Winnehaw tag. <laughs> Turned out it was just a spike one. So I actually did. I, I don't know if you have you guys listened to any of those ODFW podcasts. Mm-mm. We only listen to Outdoor Adventures podcast. You should open your horizons a little bit. <laughs> um, so the ones that I mainly listened to were the ones about the draw and about the points. And they had um, the lady, and I, I can't even remember her name, that's in charge of the draw. And she says that they actually go through and they kind of audit the draw. And they've called people in the past that have put in for the spike hunt with 27 points and say, hey, is this really what you wanted? Oh, that's cool. And they would go, no, I wanted the, the bull hunt. And they will actually change it for them. That's cool. Because they figure, you know, Nobody's it's going to be burning. stick out like a sore thumb where you have all these people putting in for the spike hunt with two, three points, and then you have this one guy with 26 <laughs> yeah. points. Sure. And oh, they're going, wait, yeah. wait a second. This oh, is this really going to ruin this guy's day. probably not what he wanted to do. <laughs> that would be a so, tough yeah. thing to I, find I have out. to give it to ODFW, and you talked about how they gave your points back when your your wife had her, her surgery. Um, a previous boss of mine drew a... A 15 point antelope hunt and his mom passed away two weeks before the hunt and he called odfw and they actually held his tag till the next year so that's very cool yeah they're i think they are pretty friendly to sportsmen as long as you just reach out to them yeah you know and yeah. tell them what's going on i mean if you're trying to go well three years ago i uh <laughs> then you might have a problem but and when they had the big fires a lot of people could could yep. turn their tags back in and get the points back when they're units kind of got i think john did that you know yeah just ruined by the fires. well and so. this website's going to be useful for me because i'm that guy that i need that 100 percent to draw i've never gotten lucky on a tag i've never been the guy that gets it you know when i shouldn't get it yeah so. yeah so and it's it's good like dylan said you can plan out if you have you know a party of eight guys but it's split out you know two guys two guys two guys you know and then your your hunt goes from four points to six points, and you're going, well, crap. There's going to be a two year span in there that we don't have any hunt, you know, any tags. So it's it's good to you can kind of nerd out on it. You can go on there yeah. and look and see what things take, and kind of plan out your your future. Well, I'm on it all the time now. Like I'm every day. I'm checking it. Like it's going to change. And for some reason, don't know why, even though we already put in for tags, we already know what we're doing, but I'm still looking just in case we miss something. We're like, this is the unit we're going to do next or something just to see what it'd be. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to start playing with it too. You know, I'll go down it. the rabbit hole on pulling it up on one, you know, one window and then pulling up, you know, ODFW's maps on the other window and Oh, this this hunt only takes you know three points. What does it look like? How much you know public lands there? And then you can even pull up a like a Google Earth image and kind of start looking at you know what the terrain looks like. And I've done that. You know, just to you know see what out what's out there. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, fellas. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Bye. Bye.